Hello and welcome back to the 262 podcast. It is your host, John Lewis. It is the week of January 24th, which means we've officially done one episode every week for the month of January, which is right in line with what I set out to do with this podcast. And this is the only podcast documenting one man's journey to run a marathon every year of his 30s. I am not in my 30s yet. I am 29, um, but I turned 30 in 2022, and that is when I'll be running my first marathon, I hope. Um, That is certainly the intention. I've got a half marathon on the books for the end of March, and... Once we do the half, we'll go and we'll do the full marathon, um, which there are a couple that I'm eyeing for the fall. So that's that. Um, In terms of my training for the half, as I mentioned before, I'm doing Hal Higdon's half marathon, the novice one training. And we discussed last week maybe doing a little bit of tweaking on that because fitting in that long run over the weekend has been somewhat of a challenge with where my kiddos are at. So instead of making the long run Sunday, what I've decided to do is whenever I can get that long run in, the first chance I get to run, I'm going to take it. And it's feeling like Wednesday might be the day, Wednesday long run. And that is what I did this week. I did a five-mile run on Wednesday. It was like 40 degrees here, and it was fantastic. It was just a great run, and checking that off my list, knowing that the most important run of the week was done, just really put some wind in my sails, I think. So I think that's what I'm going to start doing is prioritizing that long run and just when I can get it, get it and uh, go from there. So that was my training update. I We talked about listening to my first CD purchases and revisiting those, which were Phantom of the Opera and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the Johnny Depp one. Uh, with the, that, that score by Danny Elfman, some real Oingo Boingo energy for my week uh, run playlist. And so I did incorporate those into the playlist. I didn't do it on my long run. I did it on my Sunday run, which was 3.5 miles. And the Phantom of the Opera didn't come up in the shuffle, which I was a little bummed. I didn't end up listening to the whole thing. I just went through and picked some selects. And I think so from Phantom, it was... Um, Masquerade I put on there, The Phantom of the Opera, the like title track, um, and Down Once More, track down this murderer, um, which is just when the when Raul and the Phantom and Christine are all kind of singing over each other, that is good stuff, and I, well, I have to imagine that'd be fun to run to. Um, but I didn't get a chance to run to it because it didn't come up. A lot of the Willy Wonka stuff came up, the Charlie and the chocolate factory stuff. And that, uh, I'm here to report and happy to say still very much slaps. Um, 
If you get a chance to run to the Oompa Loompa songs from the 2005 Charlie and the Chocolate Factory soundtrack, you're in for a treat. Uh, Augustus Gloop, Mike TV, Violet Beauregard, and uh, who am I missing? Veruca Salt, the little brute, has just gone down the garbage chute. And she will meet as she descends a rather different set of friends. This is not a singing podcast, not a music podcast. I will spare you, but I just... He did a great job. Bravo, Danny Elfman. He just uh, put it all out there. And the world is a brighter place for it. So that is a little update on the training, update on my musical proclivities and yeah just to say i'm super stoked that um i i got a little streak going here with the podcast that this is week four and uh yeah so far so good i'll be honest i don't know i don't have any like major plans for this podcast except to be a diary that i don't expect anyone to really listen into which is fine because i just want to be processing this run stuff and i feel like it has been helpful because i don't know if i would have unlocked that long run thing if i hadn't really had someone to share with um so thank you for listening and helping me work through that okay Moving on to other things. One thing I wanted to talk about was through my job, I'm fortunate enough to be able to take part in the Sundance Film Festival. And this year is my fourth or fifth time doing the festival. And this year, um, fully virtual for the second year in a row due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic and also so this year i'm doing sundance from home which is crazy with the kiddos and then also regular work still being a a thing so um haven't gotten to watch many films but i have a explorer pass to the shorts program so every day i just watch a few shorts and one that i watched the other day was sub 11 seconds um, which is the shikari richardson short doc and uh, she is the woman who qualified for the 2021 olympics in japan Uh, she ran the 100 meters i don't want to give too much away but sub 11 seconds kind of already gives it away but the story there's a salacious if you know her story already i'll let you google her and find all that out but the the curiosity i think was in how they were going to address some of the salacious things about her story and i just wanted to give kudos to the filmmakers for not really going there and just telling this story in a way that honors the the insane talent and hard work and drive and soul that Shikari 
has in approaching her craft. And I just, obviously I am not a, a uh, sprinter. That's not at all in my interest when it comes to running. I uh, very much am like, I think I'm an endurance person, but I saw this as a running documentary and I was like, I gotta check it out because I'm a runner now. And I was just blown away um, by the artistry, the poetic nature of this film is almost meditative and the way it deals with time and hearing Shakari talk about time, not only, you know, in her sport that is highly based on time, but as a person living life, we all have a stop clock going and some of those stop clocks are invisible and we don't know that time is ticking down in certain areas. So I just thought it was a beautiful meditation on all of those things. And if you get the chance to watch it, I highly, highly, highly recommend uh, sub 11 seconds. Um, even if you're not a runner, which I, first of all, no one's listening to this podcast, which is great. It's my diary. It's my journal. But if you are somehow listening to this podcast and you're not a runner, that's insane to me. Um, so anyway, sub 11 seconds. Check it out if you get the chance. Then the other thing that I wanted to talk about while I've got you here was um, just some alternative races that I'm looking into. I discovered this group in my area that's doing some like longer than marathon races and I'm highly considering so I want to do a traditional marathon I think that much I've decided upon um, that I don't want to do anything too outside of for this first year in my the year I turned 30 I'm going to do the traditional marathon but there are some interesting takes on that like that he's got a riff on um what is it big's backyard the ultra where you run the loop and you have an like an how hour to do a four mile loop and uh courtney dewalter had set the record on that uh, i think it's since fallen but they do a riff on that um and then the one that is actually i i very much am considering doing is at the tail end of the year i think in november it's a six hour time run um so you just go out and see how far you can get in six hours and for some reason that mentality that methodology seems really interesting to me um i think i'd be more prone to walk breaks and not having to run the full six hours and kind of just enjoying that day and then at the end seeing if I've actually crossed the marathon mark and into ultra territory. So that is one thing that I'm considering. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I definitely feel that my eyes can be too big for my stomach sometimes. So trying to discern whether or not that's the case, we may run the marathon and decide that we hate 
endurance running, we may run the half marathon and find out that we hate endurance running. What I will say is that these shorter long runs so far have been fantastic. I've more often than not found myself in a groove where I'm enjoying, you know, a five mile run by the end of it. And with the five milers that I've done so far, I've gotten to the end and said, I could go more. Um, There hasn't been a ton of times where I've gotten to the end and been like, that's it. I'm totally, totally gassed. Um, Now there have been times where I've collapsed on the couch and fallen asleep because I've been up at 4.45 the previous two mornings, but that is a different type of exhaustion that I don't think is necessarily brought upon by the running. So all that to say, I don't think that I'm going to be turned off by definitely not the half marathon. I think I, in my bones, feel like I could go out there right now and amble through a half marathon, probably be pretty hurting by the end of it, but I think that I could accomplish it. Definitely don't think I could run out and do a marathon right now, but I also have a longer training block planned for the marathon. So if all the stars align, I think if I can build up my base of running, get some miles in my legs, I'll do well on the marathon. Uh, The question is, what's post-marathon? And it feels way too early to be even attempting to go into that zone, but that's where my mind naturally goes, is what comes after the marathon. And I don't know if it's just more marathons or an ultra or what we talked about you know doing triathlons last week and I don't know I just got uh, a book that was recommended on a podcast called The Iron War and it's uh, about these two guys running the Iron Man worlds and they finish like within a minute of each other it's like this huge rivalry that if you're at all into running or tries, you already know about it, and I'm screaming to the void. But I, I'm going to read that. I love reading books about running. Is something that I've discovered about myself. I've never been a sports fan, but I find that reading and watching stuff about endurance runners has really captivated. And I know that part of that is whenever I get a new hobby. I like to immerse myself in the community of people who are doing the thing. So I know that that's where a lot of that stems from. All right. I think that's a shorter episode, but I think I'm going to leave it there because this is already, I've gone over two days of recording this and uh, it's just, I'm, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I like to capture the stream of consciousness in one go and this is very fractured and um that's where we're at (laughs) in recording this podcast so i appreciate you just holding tight sticking with me um one of these days i'll interview someone one of these days i'll have i i write down something to say i'm sure and uh one of these days yeah this will be a, a big boy podcast and um not a little baby podcast but for now she's a little itty bitty baby podcast and i'm just trying to nurture her and feed her 
and grow her into the beautiful, I know, I would cross in genders here. She's a baby podcast. She's going to grow into a big boy podcast. And I think that that's just beautiful. So thanks for sticking with me. And uh, thanks for listening to the 262 Podcast. I'm your host, John Lewis. And uh, goodness sakes, I hope I see you on the next one. But I would totally understand if I never see you again. That would make a lot of sense. Take care.